When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on. Throw down $5 on any game this this week for uh, NFL games. You win, you get $280 in free plays. That's simple. All right, with PJ Brown, I am merely Mike Luke. All right, PJ, you're our resident U of A women's basketball expert here. A lot of stuff obviously going on on the court. A little bit of stuff off the court. All I want to say is this, and I don't want to get into a lot of the conjecture, I love Adia Barnes, and I love Adia Barnes and how she carries herself, and I have absolutely no problem with anything she really said. There you go. Um, I I sort of follow that path. I think that um, one of the most important things that she did this week is how she talks to her players about situations like this, other situations that occur, um, and the messages that she gives to them are really important. Um, I did talk to Shana Pellington this week. Uh, I did a really great story about mm-hmm. her. Where can they, where can people find that by the way? They can find it at the uh, Arizona Daily Star and on the Wildcaster app, which is free to everyone. Just download it. You get all my stories. Everything about uh, Arizona women's basketball is on there. Plus all the other women, Arizona sports. Um, and so my story this week was really on Shana hitting the last second shot, what that's like and everything. And I did ask Shana about what happened. And one of the things that I found really interesting and, um, and, and what people really don't understand this when you're at a game and I sit on the court across from both teams, right? I can't hear a word that any coach is saying. I can't hear what the ref is saying. I can't hear anything. And I'm right there. And they're usually facing me when they speak. And they're sc- sometimes they're screaming. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're screaming out a play to their team. Maybe they're upset with the refs. Whatever it happens to be, because there's 8,000 people in the stands and they want their players to hear a, a, a call that they're, you know, a play that they're playing out. I can't hear it. Right. So when Shana told me in our story, I said, you know, I asked her, I said, what's it like being on the court? And from what we can tell, the, the other coach, the Oregon coach said some not nice things to Coach Adia Barnes. And she said, you hear it. You hear everything. And she even said, when you're sitting around the court, you don't hear it. Um, It's very interesting. And and it may 
they're human, she said, and it does affect them. Now they're taught to play through adversity. And sometimes she said, you're good at it. And sometimes you're not. It all depends. Um, but what I find interesting is that I did a lot of um, reporting on this story. Hmm? Didn't find much out, to be right. very, in, in, right. very honest with you. Didn't find much out. Why? Because the only people who probably heard anything are the players on the court, the two coaches, the referees, and maybe one other person who's sitting around there would, would be maybe at the scores table, maybe, I don't know. But those are the only people who will ever know what happened on that court on that day. What, and we're really not, we're not going to know it. So when you hear some right. fan who was in the stand saying, I heard this or I no, saw you didn't. this, they did no. it. No, you didn't. Right. And you know what really kind of caught my eye when this all happened, too, is it's not like you watch Adia Barnes on the sideline, and obviously you've watched her more than anybody. She, I mean, she could be intense, but she also projects very much of a cool, calm demeanor out there the overwhelming majority of the time. I mean, heck, I think back to when, you know, Ari McDonald missed the last second shot in the championship game, and Adia Barnes is not mad. She's not, she's encouraging everything. So it's not like we're talking about Bobby Knight here where you've got somebody that's you know going ballistic and everything so i'm generally in situations like that when you see somebody's track record pj you kind of think mm, i'm gonna probably side with what you have to say here because you haven't really given me any reason not to absolutely um she adia barnes is, is very calm and collected i think something did happen here and from what we're gleaning from what she said and she apologized for her um, part in all of this. Um, but it's it. And that, and she said what the thing going back to what she told her, her players, what she said is that when she's on the court, she can control how she reacts to things. Right. right. And, and 99 times out of a hundred, 99.5 times out of 100, that's exactly what Adia Barnes does. She she's um, she doesn't ride the referees during the game. You'll see her most times. She, a lot of times she's sitting down watching right. the game. Right. She'll get up. She'll call a play. She'll shout out a play, whatever that is. I have no knowledge of what that is. She Sometimes I see a number. Sometimes I hear a color. Sometimes I don't hear anything. Right. It all, and I don't know what any of it means, right? Because I don't right. know her plays. Right. And, um, but if somebody did know her plays, it would be the woman that I'm talking to right now. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> we don't talk X's and O's. So right, right, right. Know. For sure. Um, but, um, and what you see out of Adia Barnes is that when a player subs out and they come off either to get rest or say they made a mistake in the game, maybe they had a foul, something like that, she pulls them to the side and she calmly teaches mm -hmm. them. Right. She, You can always see her going like this, like yeah. maybe they need to go straight up for a rebound, whatever it happens to be. She teaches in that moment. And then they go sit down. That's who she is. She's yeah. teaching all the time. Moving to kind of on the court, uh, we'll get to that in a second. But I wanted to ask you this. 
What makes her so special? You get to see, you've been behind the scenes in ways that I don't think anybody else has. What makes her so special? The way that she's able to connect? Because if people just watching her at the game or watching her, she's obviously got a great relationship with her players. You can tell they hang on every single word. But how does that relationship come about? What makes her so special there, PJ? Sure. From all the players that I've talked to who she has recruited who have come to Arizona, they all say one thing. Well, first of all, they all come here because of her. Right. There, she's anybody who comes across talking to her at all. She's real. She's genuine. I've always said she's your neighbor. She's your sister. Yeah. She's just a real person. Right. When she talks about like that, she wants a player to come to Arizona. She talks about not only what she sees in that player, but how she can help develop that player. She talks about those things. She talks about how she can help that player be the best person on the court, the best player on the court that they can be, as well as a good, a really the best person they can be off the court. She not only coaches you on the court and teaches you lessons on the court, but she teaches you. So four years later, these yeah. women are leaving better people. Right. And, what, and that's what she does. And it's the fact that she talks to them in a real way. They all say to me, yeah, we talked a little basketball, but really what they talk about is life. Yeah. She asks yeah. them how's school going, you know, anything else in their life. She's talking to the, these recruits about, and they feel that, she really cares about them and she she's very she's caring she's passionate about all of this and they want to come play for that coach and bottom line that's what it is going into this season obviously a lot of people are talking about you know replacing Ari McDonald and it's been obviously a team effort but have has Arizona kind of found that in the closing seconds of games that this is going to be Shayna Pellington's role to close this out good or bad are we kind of at that point where we kind of know who that's going to be I think so um and that's what I talked to Shayna about and um the other day you know um it's just Shayna's time. She's sort of come into this position. She right. Part of it's her experience this summer with the Canada basketball playing in the Olympics and the America Cup game um, and all of that. She learned so much through that. And some of it, you know, it's her growth as a player and her her teammates trust her, her coach. First of all, her coach trusts her right yeah, off the yeah, bat and knows that she's earned that, that she's, she can be that go-to person at the end of the game. And mm -hmm. that's a pretty, you know, meaningful thing for Shayna. As something, as somebody that obviously didn't play division one basketball, but played a little bit in high school. The one thing I can always tell people is that, and you see this up close, you're either that's something you're either born with. You see people all are, you know, uh, men, women, it doesn't really matter, say, I want that last shot. But you really don't know until you're in that situation whether you fully embrace that or not. And that's what I've seen from Shayna Pellington. Obviously, Ari McDonald, she checked off every box, you know, she's taken any shot, obviously. But when you watch Shayna Pellington a couple times now, you can tell that not only does she want that shot, that she feels she's gonna make that shot. 
And that's a big, that's a nice little trump card to have right there, PJ. Oh, it is. So it's not only that you're, you know, in Aries' case, she was a superstar, right? Right. So she was that good. So she wants the ball. She wants it. Shayna has it in her. She's got this confidence that's that's extra than what a lot of people have. Right. I mean, you, there are people on that team who wouldn't want that last second shot. Doesn't right. mean that they're not great players. It's just everybody's that wired not differently. It's not part of who they are, right? But right, Shayna, right. it's part of who she is. She wants it. The interesting thing about that is I, when I talked to her about it, she said, you know, it's the greatest feeling ever when you hit one. Right. But she said she also realizes that she wouldn't be in that position if her teammates, certain things didn't happen. And her teammates right. didn't do certain things up to that point to then have for her to have that opportunity to take that last shot. So it's not like she's just like, give me the ball. I'm the greatest person in the world, or I have all this confidence and I can take this shot. She's a team player who knows what her role is. And that's just something that maybe she's done in the past, but now she can do here in this moment for the Wildcats. Okay, PJ, before we let you go, give us a couple, give us a little bit of a primer. We got a couple games coming up right here, obviously. Um, Arizona, um, got it, got the mountain schools. What are you looking for? Just, you know, obviously a lot of stuff happened last week, trying to get back on the winning track. What's PJ Brown looking for from the Wildcats in these next couple games? Well, I'm looking, I think that their defense is gonna come out and raise it another level and be intense right from the get-go. Mm -hmm. I don't think that they're gonna come out and not have energy. They're totally from now on, you're going to see this defense that they're known for. And Friday night's game, tonight's game is um, the best defense in the PAC 12 against Mm -hmm. the best offense in the PAC. Something's got to give. Right. Something's got to give. And um, they're, you know, I would be surprised. Utah is a really good team, but I would be surprised if Arizona just, because of their defense, just shuts them down or shuts down a lot of their shooters. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and Sunday's game, interesting game against Colorado, two tough defenses going at it. Colorado's a really good team. J.R. Payne has really yeah. built that team. It's taken a long time to get to this point where they're, you know, just about on the border of being – uh, top 25, I think they are a top 25 team. I had them rated this right. week and, and a couple of other weeks during the season. Um, and their defense is really good, and they have some playmakers. So that'll be an interesting matchup. You know, every Pac-12 weekend is tough. It, it's All brutal. Tough. It's yeah. absolutely brutal, PJ. I was listening to a podcast the other day, just it was a breaking down a little bit of, uh, you know, just around the country with women's college basketball. And they stopped on Colorado for a minute. So I obviously turned it up because I know you're going to be <laughs> playing them. And they basically parroted exactly what you said right there, that it took a while. And for a long time, people were waiting to see, is this Colorado team legit? Are they going to be able to stick around? But when you're at the midpoint way point in the season and you're a fringe top 25 team, it's generally you're you've arrived. You're you're there. You're probably not going anywhere because your body of work is that good. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we don't know what the rest of the season holds, but 
I would imagine they, you know, according to all the bracketology things, bracketology, they're going to be in the NCAA tournament and they're going to be a tough out. You know, all pack teams are a tough out in the, in the, uh, in the NCAA tournament. So people shouldn't be overlooking Colorado at all. Right. Yeah. PJ, first, all right. First of all, I can't thank you enough for coming on. We're going to have you on again, obviously, as soon as possible. Uh, let people know what you're working on again, where they can find you, all that good stuff. Sure. Um, you can find me on Twitter at PJBrown09. Um, all my work is uh, at the um, at the Daily Star. You can again, you can download the free Wildcaster app and see everything there. And I'm working on some really fun things. Uh, we're sort of breaking news. Uh, watch our space, I should say, for um, Sunday's paper. We're going to have a really good story in there, and they have five games coming up. Starting today, five games in 10 days, lots of content. So check it out and, and be ready for some good stuff. Everybody out there that's starved for information and access, PJ Brown gets the uh, gets the access unlike anyone else. So again, PJ, really appreciate you. And we'll have you on again next week if it works for you. Great. Sounds good. Thanks a lot. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. All right. That's PJ Brown from Arizona Daily Star. All right. That, thanks again, PJ. You are the absolute best. And one thing, though, we got to throw in there real quick. DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Throw down $5 on any NFL game this week. You got a bunch of games going on. And if that team wins, you get $280 in free plays. It's that simple. It's that easy. I can do it. You can do it. My pick is this. Go with the Packers to beat the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo ain't a big game quarterback. And... I think you'll get $280 in free plays that you can do with whatever you so choose. Now, again, eligibility restrictions do apply. 21 and up, Arizona only. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. They'll get you all taken care of. Again, that's my pick right there. Take the Green Bay Packers to beat the San Francisco 49ers. All right. We got a little. We got the women's basketball side covered right there. Obviously, big game tonight. Let's talk a little bit about the men again last night and just kind of chalk it up. Something that we were talked a little bit on the post game show is, and again, it's early. Some of my predictions fall flat on their face, but you know what? That's what's fun about this. So I'm going to make another. I think this Arizona team is the best team in about 20 years. I really do. Um, the mar the way and John Schuster and I talk about this all the time, but the margin for error that this squad has is absolutely insane. And that's because of the style of play that they incorporate out there. This team is going to punish you at some point during the game. And you saw it last night where, and you basically you see it every single game where there's a point in the game where Arizona doesn't play well. Again, the turnovers are a little annoying, but then the cats go on that run and then it's over. And again, you can be going to the bathroom. You can get, be getting food. You can be letting the dog out. You come back and that game has gone from a three-point game to a 20-point game. So I don't see anybody in this conference outside of three teams really being able to mess with Arizona at all. I just don't think that that's in the equation. This is a group of, uh, this is a group of guys that um, fit together and they fit together perfectly in that you got the scorer on the wing in Ben Matherin. You got the two big men up front. Hopefully, Azulis Tabellis, knock on wood, is okay. Christian Coloco blocking shots on the back end. 
And then you got Dalen Terry, kind of that jack of all trades on defense. Kirk Kreese lining up. And then the bench. I mean, you know, we've talked about how this team has a decent bench. But I think last night you really saw it on full display in that Umar Ballo is a guy that maybe I'm overhyping a little bit. But if Christian Coloco were to go to the NBA and Umar Ballo is my starting center for the next two years, okay, I'm cool with that. And I was giving my buddy Shane uh, Diefenbach a little bit of uh, grief. Uh, he does a great job over on the uh, Sun Devil side of, uh, um, excuse me, PHNX, that Umar Ballo would be the best player on ASU. And even though I was giving Shane a little bit of grief, he would be. That's how good this bench is right now. That's how good that some of these guys can be. Justin Kyer and uh, commentators mentioned this the other night would be a starter on almost any team in this conference. You watch him, he's smooth, he can shoot, he can handle a little bit. Not a great defender, but passable. And he's a guy that I think 100% can uh, continue to contribute. And I think there's going to be a time when he's probably going to drop a 25-piece or there's going to be a time when he's going to be needed. All right, Gene M says, I see Coloco sticking around for his senior year. I do as well. I don't have any insight info on that, but I think with the improvements that he's made from his sophomore to his junior year, I don't expect him to be able to repeat that type of improvement. But if you get a little bit stronger, you get a little bit more physical, you get better with a ball in your hand, I think that you can improve your stock a little bit because even though he's 21 or 22, he's still a raw prospect. And if you're a raw prospect, you got room for improvement. It's not like he's a, you know, there's sometimes you'll see a kid who's 18 who's physically pretty much maxed out. Then you'll see a kid who's 21 who maybe started basketball late, grew late, whatever the case may be, and you can tell that he's still got a world of potential. So age isn't the only thing that when it comes to looking at a player's ultimate upside, and I think that's something where Christian Coloco could certainly benefit from coming back. All right, guys, one thing that you do need to know about, the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Again, code word PHNX. Throw down $5 on any NFL game this week. Got a lot of great games going on. And guess what? If it hits, you get $280 in free plays. It's that simple. It's that easy. I tried to help everybody out last week by getting that free money. Told you that I like the Bucks to be able to beat the Eagles or I like the Chiefs to be able to beat the Steelers. This is the last weekend where I think you could look at games and then, you know, say, all right, I got a pretty good chance that I, that this is what's going to happen. Because next week, once you get to next week, once you get to championship Sunday, these games are pretty evenly matched. It becomes a little bit more difficult. So there's no better time to draft hop on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX again. Make it happen right there. And again, thanks to PJ Brown. That's what's great about being able to do this is that I, we get to talk with some of the best people and, you know, check out, uh, uh, subscribe to the AZ Wildcats podcast. Check out the Go PHNX Locker. You can get a Back the A t-shirt. If you get a membership, you can also go ahead and get um, uh, a free Back the A t-shirt, stickers, whatever you want. They pretty much got it covered. Everybody here does a really good job. Okay, now let's get to some questions here. All right, Joe Catalini, getting ahead of myself, but what would what would you rather be, a number one seed in the East with the likes of Duke or Nova on the other side or number two in the West with the Zags? You know, I would rather just be the number one seed because I think we're a little – it's a little bit different now in that 
I think Gonzaga is as good as any of those teams. Um, I think about 2016, it became a little bit different um, that they're basically Gonzaga is about as good a program as there is in the conference conference or a country. I get the fan support, but if I can get a number one seed and that means that I can uh, basically probably get into the sweet 16 without really having to worry about too much. I'm going to take that because it's a little bit different as we've seen. If you're playing a 15 seed and then you were playing what the 611 game off the top of my head, that's a little bit different than playing the one in the eight, nine or the, excuse me, the seven, 10, I would 100% go there. Um, Joe also said Nova and Philly scares me a bit, but I live in Baltimore. So, you know, I'd be there. Well, Joe, you know what, if they go to the, if they go to the East coast weeks or if we expect you to be there right there, my man, and uh, Gene M says right here, the Zags are the one team I'm scared of. The Zags and Duke are the two teams that I think are interesting if you're an Arizona fan, mainly because Arizona's advantage is looking up front. You've got two huge guys right there in Christian Coloco and Julius Tabellis. But the Zags really don't take a back seat to pretty much anybody when it comes to height because you've got Chet Holmgren, you've got Drew Timmy or Duke, where you've got Williams and you've got Banchero. Those are the two teams that I think match up very well with Arizona. So uh, I would listen, you're going to have to end up playing good teams eventually, but those are the two teams that I would look at. And I'd probably think that, um, you know, I'd like to play them as late as possible, if possible, because just because of matchup reasons right there. All right, let's get to a little bit. We're going to, I wanted to hit on football here real quick because then we're going to be, we're going to have a, uh, Nice little interview tomorrow with uh, Tyler Powell, for, uh, commit from uh, Phoenix to the U of A, who turned down some big time schools to come to the University of Arizona. He went, he had offers from Auburn, he had offers from Florida State, could have done a lot of different things. So he's a guy that uh, is going to be fun to talk to, but also need to let everybody know here about the COVID 19. So, Children five and older are now eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine is the best tool we have to reduce the chances of getting sick with COVID-19 um, and uh, or being hospitalized. It's free and highly effective. COVID-19 vaccines are available throughout Arizona. And visit azhealth backslash find vaccine for a, uh, for a spot in your area. We all know somebody that's been affected by COVID, you know, Hop on if you can get the vaccine. It works. It's safe. And you know what? It's readily available. So you can try to make that happen. All right. Before we sign off here, I wanted to just uh, hit on football just ta a tad bit. You see all these people now wonder or saying, well, Arizona, they should have seven, eight wins next year or because of this recruiting class. I'm here to just say pump the brakes a little bit. Jed Fish is recruiting like a monster. We all know that. But Football is so much different than basketball in that it's going to take some of these guys a little bit of time. Think about when you were 18 or 19 as opposed to when you were 22 or 23. There's a huge difference. You're a grown man at 22, 23 physically. At 18, 19, you're still kind of an adolescent. So, yes, bringing in the guys that they're bringing in and especially bringing in a quarterback like Jaden Delora is certainly a – a move, a big move in the right direction, but you got a brutal out of conference schedule in which you could drop all three of them. North Dakota state, as we know, is no joke. You've got Mississippi state, which is going to be a tough one. And then you've got San Diego state. So you could be looking at in, uh, in conference next year, having to win some of those games in the South. 
And there are some winnable games there. I don't expect ASU to be very good. UCLA is kind of meh. You know, Colorado, meh. Um, I expect USC to start being better very, very quickly. And then you got a couple games that you try to steal in the north. My guy Gene M writes there says the OU is three for next season. I put that about right. I think that's about right. If you can get four wins next year, I think it's a huge success. We'll be talking about that a lot more tomorrow with uh, Tyler Powell, who's going to hop on here and tell us why he chose Arizona and all kinds of good stuff. But again, for PJ Brown and everybody that contributed, Joe, Gene, all of you guys, you guys are all the best. I'll be back with you tomorrow with Tyler Powell, and then we'll also obviously have a post game on Sunday. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. Thank you.